Down to Football with Sean McDonald, Colin Sommer, and Nick Palumba. Brought to you by WHIP. On this week's segment, we're going to be talking about analysis on week seven, a little bit of fantasy recap, must star, must bench, boomer bust, locked in and upset picks, and most concerning teams as well as biggest risers. To begin, we're going to be talking about our analysis, uh, specific games we want to talk about. Um, I think Denver against Arizona. Denver was a good game. They I think really, that was an They abs- really showed up this week. Yeah, it absolutely. was insane. Especially like Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, it's just all their defense also did really well. Mm-hmm. So their defense, like with Von Miller, Von Miller's just an animal out there. So, but um, you got anything about the Denver game? What do you think, John? Yeah, I mean, um, Case Keenum on an alright game, uh, eighty nine point four QBR. Manuel Sanders had a touchdown himself. Yeah, he uh, threw one. Twenty eight yard. Yeah. Courtland touchdown. Sutton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good throw. Uh, Philip Lindsay, uh, Lindsay. I should say, uh, had a pretty good game, 90 yards, one touchdown. Um, he's been pretty consistent, actually. Uh, Royce Freeman, uh, did he did he get hurt that game, or is uh, he hurt no, now? He actually had a touchdown. He I'm did honest. have a touchdown, but um, I'm pretty sure this week he's a little questionable. Uh, yeah. Something going on. They're all there. Emmanuel Sanders is questionable too. So I think I think their running back situation is a little weird because they yeah. draft yeah. Royce Freeman with a bunch of high hopes, mm-hmm. and then they take Philip Lindsay. Um, Lindsay, I'm not really sure. Um, yeah, they take an undrafted sure. free agent out of him from Colorado, and he's actually their primary starter as of right now. Mm-hmm. So, in terms of their future, um, at this point in time, I thought his workload would be decreasing on a week to week basis because Royce Freeman is supposedly their featured back. But yeah, you think they would be it, trying to get him more reps, get him more experience in the league right mm-hmm. now, but. Yeah, it is a little weird, the dynamic they got going on back there. So I think moving forward, um, they're going to continue to use a running back committee, um, mm-hmm. unless obviously one of them gets hurt. But as of right now, it's kind of a weird situation. I think Demarius Thomas, is talented as, as talented as he is, I think, um, I don't know, Emmanuel Sanders has been the, the showcase this yeah. season. I think he, he's really having a great season. He's been very consistent. Yeah, yeah, consistency's been the big thing for him. Mm-hmm. It's been kind of insane where he, well, he's done this whole season but uh, yeah. uh what about on the other side of the field though yeah. there's on a cardinals mm-hmm. Very um concerning. get they go down uh one and six now <laughs> josh rosen three interceptions he doesn't look too hot he does not I don't um know about this kid i mean maybe it's just because he doesn't have a good offensive line really i think i think he has the targets he does i think he, he definitely does. he for sure has glimmers of you know like very good eight talent. Seventy-five yard bomb to yeah, Christian he's, Kirk. He's yeah. had moments where he's proved that you know he could be the real deal, but he's very inconsistent, and at times he kind of is pretty concerning. He doesn't have a great team around him. I mean, but when you're drafted like in the first round, you're not given like top ten, especially the yeah. top ten. You're not given a lot of time to turn a football team around. You're kind of just expected to do your role, as a, especially as a young quarterback. Do you think that's changed or that's made it harder because he is – I mean, we've seen this draft, like, a lot of young quarterbacks come in and start. Rosen, Darnold, yeah. uh, Mayfield. Or they've all had, like, these big roles thrust upon them at such a young and early time in their career. Yeah. Do you think that's fair to them? Or do you think yeah, – like, especially I, because Rosen's got – all of them kind of went into very mediocre teams – I think coming into the NFL, you have to expect the unexpected. I think all of these players were thrown into a position. I mean, Browns, Tyrod Taylor gets traded. Mm-hmm. Or no, he didn't. Did he get traded? Um, um, 
Did he uh, trade or cut? I forget, actually. No, I think he's still on the team. I think he's still the backup. But Tyrod Taylor is brought mm-hmm. into the Browns, and um, Baker Mayfield ends up starting. Uh, oh, same yeah. thing goes for Josh Allen in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nathan Peterman's supposedly the starter, and then they result to Josh Allen two weeks later. I think, uh, obviously, hurt. with um, Josh Rosen, Sam Bradford was brought in. Mm-hmm. One, one, one year, $20 million deal, he gets hurt. And Sam Darnold, they, you know, Teddy Bridgewater looks absolutely fantastic in in preseason, but then all of a sudden, like, okay, Sam, you're starting. And I think all these quarterbacks, I think all of them presume that, you know, I'm going to come into the league and I'm going to be a backup to to start. Yeah, the last two years of the NFL, there's no such thing as, you know, waiting for a quarterback to get comfortable with the system. Um, Literally, everyone you listed was thrown into a situation, especially uh, like a quarterback like Baker Mayfield, you know, who, you know, Hugh Jackson said like, no, like he's he's not our starter going forward. You know, he needs some time. Mitchell Trubisky last year was said, you know, he's not going to start. You need to give him some time. But then again, we it the coaches like always seem to go back behind off like off their word and ended up midseason, you know, throwing them in there Mm -hmm. this year. It's from week one. We feel like the Browns really didn't have much of a choice. With yeah, that. I, I mean, they didn't like, have much on, of a choice. Need, they're like, we need a win, man. They, like, they, were just, they were like, let's try anything. They didn't anything have much of a choice. And I think maybe he's actually done a very good job oh, at no. what he's doing right now. I think he's probably one of the better of all these young draft picks at QB. That he's, I mean, yes, the Browns are don't have a great record, but all these games, especially last week, they've had such close games, and like they've really been playing hard. So it's just one of those things that, like, I mean, he's doing well in his situation, but these other guys, I don't know about, you know, how they're doing. But Mayfield has definitely performed well for the Browns, at least. I think it was kind of weird how um, Tyrod Taylor – I think part of it had to do with Tyler, Tyrod Taylor being taken out was an injury. But yeah. first game, um, he didn't do very well, 15 for 40. You know, really bad completion percentage. But he still managed to tie Pittsburgh. And then the next game, he comes goes into New Orleans and loses by three. So, I guess, I mean, I'm assuming that it was because of injury, and I'm pretty sure it was because of injury, but otherwise, if it wasn't for injury, would he still be starting right now? I think so. Yeah, he would be. I think so, personally. He's definitely talented. Like, I mean, I think that proves, like, you know, time Pittsburgh, you know, doing all these, you know, doing very well, even in the game they lost. It's just, you know, injury came, and, you know, Mayfield's had an opportunity, and he stepped up, and I think he's done a very good job as a young quarterback. I think as of right now, all the, the four quarterbacks drafted, you know, mm-hmm. Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, Josh Rose, and Josh Allen, they've, like you said, Sean, they've had, like, their glimmers of success. But yeah. It's weird to think that these guys are so young coming into the league, they don't have time to really develop into the system. Yeah. 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 Okay, so the next game <laughs> I want to talk about is uh, Washington Redskins versus Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. It was a big game for the division, definitely. It's always and, uh, a, it's always a, it's a close game. game. It was mm-hmm. a good game. Um, I think the Redskins really are kind of showing that they are here to play, and this like, these especially these next two to three weeks, I feel the Redskins need to win these games if they want to take the division. I mean, yes, the division is very weak right now, but they really want to show that they could probably even make it further in playoffs. Mm-hmm. They gotta like really show they can play during this regular season, and not just against the. Cowboys or Eagles or Giants who haven't been doing amazing this season. Mm-hmm. I think the Redskins beating the Panthers was a big deal for them. Yeah. Um, Panthers obviously beat you know the Philadelphia Eagles this week, mm-hmm. uh, score of twenty-one to seventeen, I believe. Yeah, we don't yeah. have to be twenty-one <laughs> But um, I just think that. Don't uh, worry, I'll remind you. <laughs> oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> the Redskins, they're kind of a shaky team. I see a defense that's 
average to maybe a little bit above average yeah, offense that's average to a little above average. I think if they can really get the mindset that's, that this division's up for grabs, I think they could definitely dominate. You know, they could really make a push for it. Mm-hmm, it's, a little, it's still early in the season, but oh, yeah. it's not too early to think about. But I feel like if they, you know, like I said, the next two or three weeks are really important for these guys to oh, have yeah. this mentality. But mm-hmm. w- with with this division, every every game is a must win. Oh, it's going to come down to the wire. It's going to be one decisive game that's really going to set the tone for the rest of the season. It's not going to come soon, but um, everyone's still kind of in it. I mean, the Giants, no. Um, but, um, you know, the Cowboys just getting Amari Cooper, that's huge for their team. Mm-hmm. That, um, really that propels big. them very, very, like, well off. Um, you know, they they barely lost the Redskins. In fact, mm-hmm. you know, they you, one could argue they should have won against the Redskins. Yeah. I think it just um, came they, down to ga- game management. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, that last field goal hit the upright. Um, you know, it could have sent them to overtime. But, um, yeah, I mean, that that puts the Cowboys 0-4 away. They need to be home in order to mm-hmm. win. Same for the Redskins. The Redskins are 3-1 and at home now. Um, it's, it's kind of weird. I look works. at this division, and I, the way it's up for grabs, it really reminds me of the uh, AFC South with the Jaguars, Titans, yeah. Colts, and that's, Texans. That's I a mean, throw up. The, the Colts are basically the Giants, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that. There's not much um, hope. But, but, like, the Jaguars and... and the Texans and the Titans, like, it, it's it's literally the same exact scenario. I, I, the Jaguars are starting to fade away. Um, not that their defense is a problem. It's just Blake Bortles. Yeah. Blake Bortles, um, let's he, see. He, he just continues game. to, to disappoint. Bench. I mean, yeah. when you get benched for Cody Kessler, I mean, that's <laughs> really saying something. Yeah. Uh, he's fun. got the, the players around him. Yes, it hurts at four nets out, but, you know, that you go and get somebody like Carlos Hyde who's been – you know, decent decent this season. T.J. Yeldon's not a bad running back. No, he's uh, You have he's receivers good. like Keelan Cole, Dante Moncrief, D.D. Westbrook, Dante Chark Jr. I think it, he's got the targets. I, it's just he, it, poor game decisions. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with the decision that he's still going to start this week, though, against the Eagles? I mean, he's on a very short but, lease. But That's what everyone's been saying. Who can you start ahead of him? I mean, honestly, I mean, Kessler, who knows? I mean, they benched, they benched Bortles for Kessler, but I don't think Kessler's Kessler. not the answer whatsoever. No, he is not. That, that like, quarterback is situation is disastrous. So, so this brings up a topic of conversation that knowing how bad Blake Bortles is and knowing that Cody Kessler is not the solution and Baker Mayfield starting at Cleveland, do the Jaguars trade for Tyrod Taylor? I don't see that happening. Yeah, I don't see the I don't get getting rid of happen. Tyrod Taylor anytime soon. It's a good point. I actually I've never really thought about that. I mean, it definitely would be a good trade. But I mean, I I'm not too sure on that one. I mean, it would have definitely help the Jags out a lot, but like, I don't know who would what would you do with Blake Bortles? I mean, you feel like you've invested so much time and energy into this guy, thinking, especially last year, and you're like this coming into the season, like, he's our guy, and then just, like, you give up on him after, like, what, eight weeks? Like, you didn't even give him the season. So I don't – I mean, yeah, Tyrod Taylor, there's no doubt that Taylor would definitely fit their system, I feel, but I don't know. I think the only other option, and I'm not really sure that it is an option um, – I'm not really sure if the Saints are willing to get rid of Teddy Bridgewater, but mm-hmm. do you think before the trade deadline ends, they make somewhat of a push for him, even if it doesn't work? They should definitely make a push. I don't, I don't know who, but they're definitely, 
going to make a push. And if if not, definitely they should. And everyone should feel Blake that Bortles, they should. I mean, it's weird to think that, like, Blake Bortles did great in the postseason last year. Oh, my God. He, he, he did, was about. He, <laughs> he did good. And, like, it's and those are, again, like, again, those are against playoff teams. But even when they're playing against non-playoff teams, it's just like, it's like he performs down to the teams that are not good, but he performs – he just performs poorly in the in the regular season yeah. and come around postseason he, he does good but mm-hmm. uh, it's looking different this year i think blake Bortles hasn't even had one good game this year i think no, they, no. they need a solution i mean his best game did come against the jets he threw 388 yards uh two touchdowns but he did get a pick okay um that was his and, like, best that, game that's pretty good but, that a good game. Uh, but after that what's his best game uh nothing really his best game um, if you want to go quarterback rating wise, uh, against Dallas, that's seven to forty loss. Yeah, um, that's bad. That's, that's bad, not though. good at all. Oh yeah, fifty-seven point seven completion percentage. Um, let's see, got a touchdown and one interception. Oh, actually, actually, before that, his rating was a little bit better. The first game of the season against Tennessee, mm-hmm. six to nine, the loss. Yeah. Um, he threw for 155 yards. Which but again, the, these two games that you mentioned, good. they scored seven against the Cowboys. They, mm-hmm. they scored six, six against Tennessee. Yeah. That's just concerning in yeah. itself. And then yeah. this Pretty week, as a whole, even this yeah. week, only 12 attempts, 50% completion uh, percentage, attempts. two fumbles, two lost fumbles. Yeah. It's just um, yeah, they need to they need to make some they need to make some this, this hardcore week, decisions this, this week. week. They cannot be like just waiting on this. Like oh maybe like mm-hmm. give him like another two weeks. No, you gotta like figure this out now, mm-hmm. especially yeah. if you still think you're a playoff team. So I don't know. See so, yeah, how um, they play against the Eagles this mm-hmm. uh, Sunday. I think the uh, only other game to mention is Baltimore versus New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, Close game. Oh, God, obviously, Drew Brees is now being in all 32 teams. That's a great accomplishment. But yeah, He scored his uh, fifth. Uh, 500th touchdown. Yeah, 500th touchdown. I think touchdown. that's a great accomplishment that's as well. Puts him in league category. But mm-hmm. uh, no, he's definitely been elite. If for anyone a while. out there saw the game, Justin Tucker, 222 for 222 on extra points. Never missed an extra point in his career. And then, the first uh, time he misses an extra point. That was, was a perfectly was, kicked ball, and that was just that was the craziest win I've ever seen. It, it was literally so close to getting through the upright, and it's heartbreaking. Honestly, like, <laughs> you just feel bad. Seventy-five percent of the way, you're looking at the ball. It looks like it's gonna hit it dead center, mm-hmm. and um, but literally as it got very very close. It just it, suddenly it looked like God right. just smacked it, and yeah. it just flew it was away. Insane. It was. And you, did you see his eyes? His mm-hmm. eyes I mean, were his eyes were bulging out. Of his out of he was in shock. He was he in was, shock. I mean, we all know how good of a kicker he is. Oh I know he goodness. did a press release and talked about like, you know, every kicker has a kick they want back, and for you know for his career that was his moment. Yeah. yeah. And wow. um, I think uh, I read something earlier about how that really separates the Ravens from being Super Bowl contenders and gives the Saints really serious hopes for Super Bowl contending because. Um, Coming into that game, the Ravens were the best offense, or not best offense, best defense, defense in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, they only allowed like roughly 13 points a game, that yeah. which is <laughs> incredible. Very good. But then in the fourth quarter, in an 11-minute span, they let up 17 points to the Saints. Yeah, that was. So, I think that happening, mm-hmm. that can't happen. No, it definitely cannot. For that, uh, especially when you're, it's so boasted that your defense is so good and like. And you just have like a quarter like that. It just definitely shakes up your defense. So I mean, it's just going to show mm-hmm. this week 
if the Ravens are, if, you know, are they going to bounce back or are they going to just sit there and wallow about, oh, we missed that field goal. Mm-hmm. I don't know what we're going to do, guys. Like, no, they have to bounce back right now and yeah. prove they can beat. Who are they playing, Panthers? Yeah, they're playing they, the Panthers. they got to prove they can beat this team because, you know, Panthers have shown that, you know, they can contend with some teams. It's going to be a very interesting game. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty evenly matched, it personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's going to be really close. Um, yeah, but that's a must-win for the Ravens and yeah. even the Panthers, honestly. It, the the league, it there's like three teams that you could say like, wow, like how how would they even lose? But the rest of the NFL, like, so average. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's it's I I can't sit here and like decide sometimes in some of these games. Like I I don't know who would win the Panthers or the Ravens. Uh-huh. Like it, it's such a coin toss, and. B- you know, Ravens four and three. They're still a great football team. They're first in the N- uh, AFC North, and they're only four and three. The Panthers are four and two, yeah. and they're second. I mean, it's it, it's 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 every a toss up. It's going to be a lot of divisions game. are up for grabs. Pretty oh much. yeah, yeah. Almost so. every division's up for grabs, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh. All right. So moving on from analysis from Week Seven, I yeah. think we can move into uh, fantasy recap. Definitely. Uh, Sean. All right. So fantasy recap. Um going to first point out uh and Johnson uh against Miami uh 19 attempts for 158 yards great game two receptions for uh 21 yards um this is huge for Detroit they before Carrion Johnson their last 100 rushing yard performance came back in Thanksgiving 2015 wow so <laughs> they went a very very long time without having an 100 yard rusher not this week but that happened a couple weeks ago when Carrion Johnson did yeah. it mm-hmm. so I uh, he looks pretty good. He, d- he, he does. looks fantastic. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, only on 19 attempts too. I mean, that if you give him the ball more, I mean, yeah, I know over 200 had, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's possible. I know he had a seven, 70 yard rush so, so at some point in the game, and as impressive as that was, I that wasn't his most impressive run of the game. He had another rush where he absolutely just destroyed a defender. He literally just took his hand, put it on the helmet of another guy, and threw him down. That's very Le'Veon Bell esque. Yeah. Um, Marshawn Lynch. Mm-hmm. You know, this guy is definitely. He's the real deal, I think. Yeah. I think you think so? He's, he's blossomed into well. like an elite yeah. player. Uh, on top of that, I got Marlon Mack against Buffalo. Uh, 19 attempts for 126 mm-hmm. yards, one touchdown, two receptions for 33 yards, and another receiving touchdown. Very, very good game. Um, I think in standard format, he had 30 around 30 fantasy points, and that's mm-hmm. way beyond expected. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's my two. Um, both very, very good. And it, honestly, if they're still on the waiver wire, pick them up. Um, mm-hmm. Both are looking pretty nice. Um, yeah, that's what I got. Uh, for the wide receivers, I mean, the standout player this week, honestly, was Emmanuel Sanders. This guy just went off. I mean, uh, six receptions, 102 yards, touchdown. Then he threw a touchdown, 28-yard pass. I mean, the guy was just all over the place against Arizona, and he really contributed to uh, Denver winning this week. That's, you know, 45 to uh, 10 score. Very I mean, commanding it was win. Very. And the only problem is, though, he's questionable right now for next week, which is really going to hurt Denver. So hopefully he'll be, you know, ready to go. But, um, I mean, especially considering they're playing uh, – who are they playing? They're playing um, – Denver's playing Kansas City this Kansas week. Kansas City, which is, ugh. So, man, Kansas he, he City has, has to continue He to needs to come. Like, they're pretty much – he needs to show up for that game to really have the Broncos have a chance against this Kansas City team because they've been insane. But um, uh, the other player who's really had a standout week um, 
was Alshon Jeffrey. Even though it was a loss against Carolina, the uh, guy just still had really good game. Uh, seven receptions for 88 yards and a touchdown. Uh, he pretty much, re- like other than Zach Ertz and uh, Goddard for the Eagles, he was um, uh, who's Carson Wentz's main guy. Like this, he really made it. That's why, like you know, third quarter, 17 to zero, he was you know one of the main reasons. You know, making a lot of great catches to march down the field. Just at the end, you know, defense just fell apart. The one thing I like about Alshon Jeffrey is that his chemistry is just growing stronger with Carson Wentz. Last oh, yeah. year, his volume wasn't there. He was only seeing about four to five targets per game, mm-hmm. but. I mean, so far this season, we've seen somewhere in the range of 7 to 10, and uh, that growing chemistry is really huge for the Eagles. That offense, it could really get off the ground soon. Definitely. And the big thing with these two players, Emmanuel Sanders and uh, Alshon Jeffrey, is their consistency. Now, Mm -hmm. uh, Jeffrey, he didn't have a great game against Minnesota. Other than that, he's been very consistent this season, the games he has played since now that he's healthy. And even Sanders has been very consistent as well against uh, teams, win or lose. So th- that's the big thing about these players mm-hmm. is their consistency has been key to them performing. And maybe that's the key to them winning future games. Um, so as far as it goes for quarterbacks, I mean, we all know we all know how good Patrick Mahomes Patrick is. Patrick Mahomes. He, uh, again, insane. 358 yards, four touchdowns. It, uh, I said last week that Adam Thielen was a non-trade for all formats. Don't trade Patrick Mahomes. Never, ever. I, I just think that he's carrying most fantasy teams at this point. He's putting up 300 plus yards like on a week to week basis and three plus touchdowns. It's in, it's insane. It, it is. really is. And this guy, I felt like, just came out of nowhere. Like, he, like we, no one was expecting mm-hmm. this, especially from Kansas City. Like, no one was expecting them mm-hmm. to just go off. Like, maybe like everyone in the beginning of the season when they started winning, like, oh, okay, like, we'll see. Like, this is, you know, they've done this before where they've won like their first three games and then they just tank. But this is, I think there's something special I going mean, on. A- Andy Reid was a great quarterbacks coach. Oh, yeah. yeah. To begin his career. Oh, yeah. Um, but this is like a total difference between him and Alex and Patrick Mahomes and Alex Smith is that Alex Smith got off the ground real quick last year. The mm-hmm. first couple of games he did fantastic, but then it's almost like Andy Reid had him slow down a little bit. But I think he he's just letting Patrick Mahomes go full throttle at this point. Mm. I, they're just such a good offense. Yeah. So I think I think letting him loose is the key to them continuously winning. Definitely. Yeah, um, for sure. Another quarterback, Andrew Luck. He only threw for 156 yards, but four touchdowns. That was crazy. Four touchdowns. Andrew Luck is the Indianapolis Colts. Pretty much. He they is. are absolutely nothing without him. If their offensive line was like better, they would definitely have more wins under their belt because their offensive line has just – they he, haven't helped them. They've he, just been nothing but a hindrance. He reminds me like uh, he reminds me of Aaron Rodgers right now. He just yes. carries the team. Absolutely. Honestly. He, he – uh, it's, it's amazing. Who do they have receiver-wise? They don't got a – T.Y. Hillen, and that's it. That's really. it. Like, they don't got a lot of, like, weapons out there. Mm-mm. So, I don't know. I but know he's they, they dealt Dante Moncrief in the offseason, mm-hmm. so he's not even a target anymore. No. Yeah. But, yeah, Andrew Luck, he, he is the Indianapolis Colts. I totally agree with <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Um, as far as it goes for must start this week for quarterbacks, uh, Russell Wilson versus Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, Detroit in the last three games has actually let up eight passing touchdowns. So, this is just – as we all know how good Russell Wilson is, He's I think this is just creating opportunity. I think you should definitely start him this week. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm thinking like upwards of 250 yards, two to three touchdowns. It's a very solid fantasy week. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as it goes for benching a quarterback, uh, I know how good Carson Wentz is, but I think Jacksonville looking to bounce back is just like a demeanor for them. Mm-hmm. The, after last week's game and losing to. Um, the Panthers. Houston. Uh, the Houston. Houston. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my bad, yeah Jacksonville my losing to Houston. <laughs> yeah. um, 
it, it's not their defense. It, it's their offense. Again, like mm-hmm. Bortles, it's not very good. And I was then, talking about the Eagles. <laughs> yeah. <that's laughs> right, right. Oh, God. Um, but Jacksonville, uh, they're still, like, I think they're still in the top five against the passing game uh, in terms of defense. Mm-hmm. So, I, like I said, as far as it goes for Carson Wentz, I just don't see him having a great. Yeah, they need to turn up this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, both, both teams to turn up this Both weekend. teams definitely because, need to yeah, turn up this weekend. They're in a weekend. very, very similar situation. Yeah. Right yeah. Now. Coming off a really rough week. And then, like, also, Jacksonville, their internal problems has bubbled over, man. They really are, you know, picking at each other. You know, they don't have a great offense. Mm-hmm. And their defense, who has filled with very talented players, is now suffering, and they're getting, you know, chippy at each other. Yeah, well, the thing is, is that the offense, like, a lot of the defensive problems have to do with the offense because the offense not single on the field longer causes the defense to be out there longer, and that just tires them out so yeah. quickly. Yeah. It, I mean, it's just not a good team dynamic to have. No, it's not. It's, at just, all. it's just really not a good situation. Yeah. Defense I, does win championships, but in the end, you have to have some kind of offense. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, there's uh, there's only so much a great defense can do. Absolutely. And uh, Eagles speaking, Eagles defense needs to step up. Um, yeah, Jim Schwartz, I was so angry at that game. Jim Schwartz needs to make some adjustments if they have a chance. I mean, I don't care if it's Blake Bortles starting. Jacksonville is still like a you know. They can still contend, team, yeah. so like they need to step up their defense and need to change something with it. Mm-hmm. You can't be doing what they did last week. And then uh, for my boomer buzz, I actually have Matt Stafford. Mm. I think a lot of this actually relies on how well Seattle's defense does. Um, obviously, we know that they lost a lot of players this offseason. You know, Cam Chancellor retired. Earl yeah. Thomas, he was still on the team, did well for his couple games, got hurt. Yeah. Richard Sherman's not on the team anymore. Mm-hmm. All they really have anymore is their linebackers, you know. You know, Bobby Wagner, he's fantastic. Yeah. Defensive line is decent. Secondary is eh. But I think it, they're a little bit up and down this season. I think that it, it's still a good defense, but it really just matters on, how, like I said, how good they do. Mm-hmm. Um, but Matt Stafford being talented and all, you know, he's kind of the Detroit Lions in a sense. Uh, Definitely. He doesn't have the greatest targets. Mm-hmm. You know, Mar- Marvin Jones has got all right. Golden Tate's all right, but. He hasn't like star player. He hasn't had a star player since Calvin Johnson. So, yeah, he's my boomer bust this week. Yeah, that's an interesting pick. Yeah, um, for receivers, for uh, bench and start. Uh, to start, you gotta start uh, Julian Edelman. Uh, the guy, you know, has come back after his suspension um, and really played well. And I think especially this week playing the Bills, that the the Patriots will definitely be looking for him more. I mean, this is. Brady has really been kind of, I feel like, slowing down. We really haven't seen a lot of what he has to offer in the past years. He's, I mean, he's still doing great, don't get me wrong. He's still a very good player, but he's not airing it out as much. I think he's really just, you know, going for the, make the quick passes to march down the field and get that touchdown, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think he's still a very good player, but I also think that Julian Edelman will definitely be his target the most because I think, honestly, he's a very talented receiver. I mean, like, the guy has been targeted, uh, last game was, he's targeted eight times for five receptions. A touchdown. He had a touchdown also against uh, Kansas City. Um, and, you know, with him back, they've won their last three games. Uh, so I think he's definitely a player that you want to start on your fantasy team. Uh, bench, though, is uh, what's his first name? Devin Funches. Uh, Devin Funches, I think, should be benched. I mean, they're playing Baltimore. Uh, Carolina's playing Baltimore this week. Uh, again, very good defense. I mean, they had a great game against um, uh, what, who is it? the Saints. So uh, Funches has been, you know, he's been performing pretty well this season against teams. He definitely had a very big game against Philadelphia, but I feel like he hasn't really been, 
utilized by this offense. Yeah. I think he's very way. he's very touchdown dependent. Yes. I think. Yeah. He's not a big yards guy. No. Very, like I said, very touchdown dependent. In the red zone, he is very he's a threat definitely. Yeah, but I just think a lot of it is Cam Newton. Cam Newton, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I he, mean, he went off. Don't get me wrong. In the fourth quarter, Cam Newton went off, but uh, you know, outside of that, I yeah. mean, I mean, role wise, I expect a lot more from Devin Funches. Mm-hmm. Um, he is our main receiver. Yeah. Um, I mean, DJ Moore, he's he's a rookie. He's not having the great no. greatest of seasons. He's I mean, <laughs> he's still young. Yeah, you can chalk that um, up. He, that. his college highlights are fantastic. Yes. I expect a lot from him. This year, we'll just have to wait and see. He's got um, Torrey Smith. Um, he's doing all right. Uh, Jarius Wright's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, I think I think a lot of these receivers are average to above average. But yeah, for sure. It's just Cam Newton is not. A lot of good. overthrown passes yes. against the Eagles. Yeah, it's They're weird because like it's never that he misses them left or right or down low. It's always an overthrow. Yeah, that's why we lost to the Redskins. Mm-hmm. That's why the Panthers lost to the Redskins. Mm-hmm. Uh, three straight overthrown passes. And, but mostly the big thing for uh, why you should sit punches is on this defense from Baltimore, man. This defense has been very good. I mean, yes, you know, again, the Saints, they weren't great. But, like I said, if they can bounce back from this, they could definitely – their defense will definitely win this game for them. I mean, yeah, their offense is very good too, but this defense will definitely stop up uh, Carolina. Yeah, they'll, they'll certainly restrict Carolina. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, Boomer Bus is a uh, Jarvis Landry uh, – this guy, he he's been all over the place. I feel like he hasn't. The consistency has not been his big thing. I, I think I think it's not even just this week. He's a boomer bust, but I think he's a weekly boomer bust. Yeah. Uh, I think. I mean, I know Baker Mayfield. You know, he's a rookie. He's mm-hmm. he's either there or he's not. But he's got to utilize Jarvis Landry more. This guy's a talented receiver. Definitely. You know, they, the Browns obviously went out of their way to go acquire him this offseason out of out of uh, Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's just too talented to not be utilized. Yeah. I mean, and the, also the experience that he brings to this team is Absolutely. undeniable. I mean, and also, you got to target the guy more. Because look, you look at the Chargers, he may ha- he had two receptions. He wasn't targeted that much. He did not do well against them. But, like, you know, you give him targeted more, like against Tampa Bay. Guy got 10 receptions, 97 yards for a touchdown. He did great. I mean, so that's why I think it doesn't really depend on how well – he will play or like the defense he goes against it's going to be his quarterback and if the team utilizes him a lot back when he was with Miami he had so much value due to his PPR value oh, yeah. uh, he always he was grabbing receptions whether it was for four yards six yards you know he mm-hmm. wasn't yeah. the biggest yards guy but he was grabbing like 12 to you know 10 to 12 balls each game and I think his PPR value has only gone down since he's joined the Browns so that I think that's what makes him the biggest boomer bust definitely all right, so for running backs, um, I just want to go back real quick to recap. Um, I failed to mention James White, who had a great game against the Bears. Um, he only had 11 rushing attempts for 40 yards, but uh, receiving, he did fantastic. Eight catches, 57 yards, two touchdowns. Um, that was a good game. I just wanted to point that out. Um, so for start, I have um, Philip Lindsay. Again, I'm going to bring him up. Um, so last week, he got out 90 Yards rushing, a touchdown against Arizona Cardinals. Um, How many rushing attempts did he have that game? Um, I actually don't have that up. I'm not sure. If I'm not mistaken, it was like in the t- 10 to 15 range. Yeah, I don't think it was a lot. It wasn't um, a lot, and that's good only because that just means he's averaging good yards per, per game. And uh, teams like to see that. They like to see that they can create stuff out of the backfield. Uh, if you had a player who... You know, they could rush 25 times a game, but if they're only rushing for, like, 70 yards, it's like 
that's below three yards per carry. So somebody like Phil, Phil Lindsay, who's like, you know, could come in and, you know, give you a seven-yard rush, it's, mm-hmm. it's really yeah. good. He rushed for 436 yards last game. And no, for 436 yards. Last is that game? right? No, no that's total. total. That's total. Oh, that's total? total. Never mind. Yikes. My bad. Looking at the wrong thing. Is um, this overall? Oh, yeah, yeah. This is overall. My bad. Overall. <laughs> Hit the um, wrong button. So, yeah. Uh, coming up next week. Coming, <laughs> coming up next week, he faces a 25th ranked uh, Russian defense in the Kansas City Chiefs. To be fair, the Cardinals, I think, are 32nd. Um, so, it's gonna it's a divisional uh, matchup uh, that was that was a close win the first time around, and it should not be expected be too much different as the divisional matches uh, usually are. Uh, Lindsey already has proven himself against the Kansas City um, Chiefs. Um, in week four, I think they played, uh, he rushed for 69 yards, scored a touchdown. Um, he's, getting the t- he's getting the touchdowns. Yeah. And that, that's big. I mean, obviously, um, touchdowns are good for fantasy. Ten receiving yards on two receptions. Not bad. He's not the biggest receptions guy. No, no, so. for sure not. Uh, but neither so, is Royce Freeman, so that's yeah. a little bit concerning. I know on situational plays they bring in Devontae Booker, yeah, uh, his third string. But that's like I said, only situational. So he's not, he's not a big fantasy guy. But I think, I think at this point in time, Philip Lindsay's a, a bigger starter than yeah. than Royce Freeman. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and actually, Royce Freeman, I think he's not playing this weekend. Yeah, he's, he's is he officially out? I I believe so. Interesting. So, uh, yeah. does this give uh, Lindsay like uh, an opportunity to blow up? Um, it, I believe so. Um, I mean, he's been fairly consistent. Um, definitely getting um a lot more reps with uh first Royce. team offense. Yeah, with uh, with first team offense and Royce, you know, um. It just seems like Royce Ruman's become his backup. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I, but like I said, yeah. that whole situation we talked about before, you know, they drafted him, they say he looks great in preseason, but... Yeah. Okay, so uh, Royce Freeman's questionable. He's not officially out. Okay. Um, But if he is out... But if he is out, this is a potentially very big game for him. Um, He's already done pretty good against the Chiefs. The Chiefs um, t- ranked 25th. Um, I would say he's a pretty good fantasy option for the flex position. Um, I don't think he'll disappoint. Very consistent. Um, I the the Broncos I I should definitely use him more, uh, especially after having a great game uh, last week and fairly great games. Yeah, uh, I think you that. could expect him to get ten to fifteen points each yeah. on a weekly basis. I think six of it coming, obviously from touchdowns, and then at least forty to fifty yards. You know, somewhere in that range. So heading to the sit uh I suggest you sit Doug Martin of the Raiders, uh, Marshawn Lynch. Um, suffered a groin injury uh, that landed him on the injury reserve. Um, this brings in uh, Doug Martin, who kind of fell off um, as of late. Um, and I, I personally, I wouldn't get excited about Doug Martin, you know, getting the starting role. Um, he's only averaged three yards per carry in the past three seasons, which is terrible. Yeah. I mean, by putting Marshawn Lynch on the IR, obviously, he doesn't become available to come back for yeah. a while, mm-hmm. um, multiple weeks. And I think before oh. he comes back, Jalen Richard will become the starter over Doug Martin. I think Jalen Richard has, you know, he's better. He's obviously better out of the backfield in terms of receiving. Um, I think he's a better he's a better rusher as well. I think Doug Martin's a little outdated at this point. Yeah, um, yeah, he's coming. He's starting for a team that just got rid of Amari Cooper. 
um, a pretty lifeless offense. There's even talks about um, Derek Carr leaving before the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's yeah. been a recent topic of discussion. I'm not too sure that would ever happen, mm-hmm. uh, but if that happens, that's... This Raiders that's team has struggled this they, year. They definitely threw away their season mm-hmm. by trading Amari Cooper. And I think, honestly, it's not as much the players. It's Gruden. Gruden, man, I, this guy, I I don't know what it is, but I think he's just the worst co- Like, this guy's not a good coach at all. He's I don't not, know why they brought he, him back. Gruden's terrible because he got rid of Amari Cooper, and he's just very inconsistent. Yeah, I think he's I, I the worst thing for Oakland. I wouldn't say it's terrible that they got rid of him, because obviously they're not doing good with him, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, he hasn't been too he great. He hasn't been too great. I know he's had two 100-plus yards this game, but after that, it's all been below 20 yards. True. But trading him, they have three first-round picks next season. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty big. That's pretty big. Mm-hmm. But at what cost? I mean, Khalil Mack. I think. Um, a recent oh first-round draft gosh, pick, Amari yeah. Cooper, who we all thought was and amazing know, after his rookie season. I know that... There are, you know, talks for Derek Carr being traded. That's obviously a potential for another first-round pick for them. Oh, yeah. And then I know they probably pick. want a first-round pick, second-round pick uh, for uh, Gary on Conley. He, uh, he's a cornerback. Mm-hmm. Um, same draft class as Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah. I know I know the Saints were looking at him, but they went out and, uh, they went out and got Eli Apple. Kind of disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's for sure. It's for sure a rocky situation uh, over there in Oakland. Um, I would not bank in on any Oakland player right now, um, but we'll we'll see as you know the season goes on and heading into next season, especially after who they draft and stuff. But as for Doug Martin, I wouldn't get too excited. Um, he's he's filling in a big role with Marshawn Lynch, but um, he's not Marshawn. Lynch. It, it's coming at a bad time, and he's definitely not Marshawn Lynch. Mm-hmm. Um, so heading on. Uh, boomer bust, I got Lamar Miller against the Dolphins. And um, probably the most pers- uh, surprising performance uh, that I can remember is Lamar Miller gaining 100 yards on 22 attempts and one touchdown against the Jacksonville, Jacksonville. Jaguars. Yeah. <laughs> this is really shocking. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't, I, must I say more? <laughs> I, I think True. I should just stop here. Um, this is a guy who virtually disappeared. After he left the Dolphins, mm-hmm. um, he went to the Texans. Everyone, you know, thought that he was just going to be a featured back for the Texans, but very, very, very inconsistent. I think since a lot then. of it has to do with the offensive line. I'd also like to point out that oh. Deshaun oh Watson, gosh. before Week Seven, in six weeks, was sacked twenty-six times. That is horrendous. Sure, that They've is always had a problem over there with their offensive line. I, yeah. it's, Lamar Miller is uh, way more talented than people think. I think he's not. He's obviously not averaging well, but literally that offensive line does no good for him. Yeah. yeah. Um. And guess who he plays next week? Oh, well, this weekend I should say. Um, the Dolphins. Former Dolphins. Team. His right, former, former team. team. So you know what? Maybe, if, um, he's thinking to himself. Um, you know, get some payback. Get some payback. <laughs> um, goes two straight weeks of great games. Dolphins defense, not. Like fantastic, certainly good, mm-hmm. um, but um, the Texans are for, are on a four and zero run. Mm-hmm. Um, they're looking it's pretty it's decent. Good momentum. Good, good momentum. Um, so I mean, knowing Lamar Miller and how he's played recently, bust, boom. It's really nice to see him, you know, show what he used to be with the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a possibility to. A funny come point back. I'd like to bring up is that like Lamar Miller's in Houston right now. And if Brian Tannehill's out for this game, it's actually Brock Osweiler facing the Texans. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Who got sacked a lot, too. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, I, I just think it's funny because Brock Osweiler, you know, he had that mega contract with the Texans. Oh, yeah. And was extremely disappointing. Uh-huh. Um, but now he's coming back, and he's been playing very well for the Dolphins. He's actually been playing decent, um, so, but I still um, think Tannehill's a better quarterback than him. Yeah, I think the Dolphins definitely. I mean, they, they've got a good quarterback situation over there. It's like, you know, very opposite of other teams we're seeing who, you know, who's going to be the backup. They've mm-hmm. had this, and they now they see, okay, Osweiler can still step in, but let's see if Tannehill still has it after this injury. Um, so, moving on, um, we have our locked-in and uh, upset picks of the week. Uh, Nick, if you'd like to start with yours. Uh, yeah, locked-in, uh, I have the Bears. Uh, I think the Bears, this Bears team is uh, very good. Uh, like them right now, who are they playing? Um, they're playing the Jets this week. They're playing the Jets, yeah. That's why I had them locked in. So, yeah, I think the Bears, especially uh, Mitchell Trubisky, this guy has just been insane at quarterback, especially last game. Uh, like, such a close game last week. And I think um, that one scramble he had for the touchdown. Where he, he went was 90 yards to go 8 yards. Yeah. <laughs> he was just, like, running he all around the field. He, he walked, walked into, into the end zone. Like, there was, like, a stat cast kind of thing, and it said, like, it, the total yardage of him running. Was ninety yards just that's, to get an eighty yards touchdown? That's it's insane. I mean, what does that say about their offensive it, it line? It reminds me of Tariq Cohen when he did the punt return. He went all the way across the field just to turn around and go back another like twenty yards oh, yeah. just to get that punt return touchdown last year. Yeah. That, that's completely embarrassing. But I think the I think the Bears definitely have a chance, or they they do they're gonna win this game. All right, the Jets have not been very uh, I think consistent, and I think the Bears definitely have this locked in. I think Khalil Max absolutely gonna take advantage oh, of Sam gosh, Darnold yeah. this game. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun game um, to watch on. For the Sam Darnold defense. hasn't really been performing that well, but mm-hmm. Chicago's defense is very above average. I think Khalil Mack is gonna just wreak havoc this game. I, I have to say I will apologize for my locked in pick last week. Um, <laughs> the Bears scared me. Um, also, Mitchell Trubisky had a great game, and I apologize for that. <laughs> um, yeah, you wanted, to, wanted your uh, people to bench him. One of my benching <laughs> of and the who, week. And who exactly did you want to start last week? Uh, I chose Andy Dalton, yeah. and Andy Dalton was non-existent. So nope. hopefully, hopefully your picks this week <laughs> oh will and three. show up. Yes. Yeah, that was a disaster. <laughs> right, yeah. But um, the upset would be the Broncos. I mean, especially right now with the questionability of Emmanuel Sanders and um, um, what am I blanking on? Uh, Freeman. Uh this team really needs to show up if they're not there, and against um, Kansas City with like Pat Mahomes, this like Kansas City has just been blowing up this season. I think it'd be very hard for the Broncos to come and just you know upset that. But if they do, I think it'd be a really great game. I think I think um, pretty sure the game is in in Denver. So the, since the game's in Denver, I know you know the it's atmosphere always, up there, the Mile High Stadium. I think always, that gives them a really yeah. big advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see what happens though. I think. An upset wouldn't be too bad. No. Um, okay, uh, Sean, what are your uh, locked-ins? So my locked-in this week, I'm going to pick the Patriots again <laughs> um, against the Bills. Yeah. 5-2 uh, and two Patriots over the 2-5 and five Bills for sure. Uh, Derek Anderson starting. Um, he didn't have a great game at all last week for the Bills. The Bills got absolutely annihilated by the Colts. Mm-hmm. Um, they should honestly just tank the rest of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just you know, put Nate Peterman back in. You know. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. sure. don't don't throw actually do that. Uh, you know, Josh Allen's their future, so don't. There's no reason to throw him back in a role, especially oh, since oh they're not God. going to the playoffs. <laughs> don't let him get injured again. There's oh no. Yeah. There's that. really no point. Mm-hmm. Um, get him a few reps in practice, yeah. and you know, get used to the system. Um, so yeah, that's my locked in. Shouldn't be too close of a game. Patriots should have that in the bag. Mm-hmm. Um, upset alert. Uh, I'm gonna call it. 
Um, Green Bay versus the Rams. I like that pick. That's uh, really I'm going to pick Green Bay on this one. Aaron Rodgers is the Green Bay Packers. And honestly, I think it's going to be a shootout. I don't think it's going to be close. Um, Aaron Rodgers has 12 touchdowns this season, only one pick. Uh, I don't think he's going to go down without a fight. Um, the, the Packers need to win this game. Um, and certainly beating a fantastic Rams team would would <laughs> would show that. I mean, they mm-hmm. would show that that's they're uh, certainly um, not going anywhere. But, um, yeah, that's so that's my upset of this week. Yeah, as far as it goes for me, um, locked in Kansas City versus Denver. Um, Nick, I know you picked them as the upset, but yeah. I just – I know how good Denver oh, – they're, no. they're a good team. But they Kansas City is just crazy. Kansas no. City is just yeah. like Pat Mahomes. They, th- that, that whole offense is so dominating no matter Tyree how Hills. poor – the, that defense plays that that offense is just in command the whole time so <laughs> i have no question that kansas city will win um in terms of upset i'm actually going to pick the browns at Ooh, pittsburgh really um, i like that again we said tyra taylor only went 15 for uh 40 it's like a 37.5 completion percentage it's not very good but baker mayfield i think personally is an upgrade from him um they tied before 21 21 in overtime I think this is an opportunity for the Browns to really show who they are. They're obviously a better mm-hmm. team than last year. So, yeah, look for the upset there. Look for the upset there. Yeah. Um, so now we're going to move on to most concerning teams and uh, biggest risers. Um, for me, Eagles. Uh, they're just – Very concerning. They're yes. very, very concerning. Especially our defense. You know, they, they were in command literally the whole entire game. I know. And then they just blew it in the fourth quarter. So – there's a lot of things that need to happen. Obviously, maybe trade will happen. I know they're really looking into getting Pat Pat Peterson. Um, definitely a big upgrade over Jalen Mills. Jalen Mills is either there or not. Mm-hmm. So I think they need to figure some things out. Um, mm-hmm. Offense is always good, but just that defense, it's, it's very concerning. And especially in the end of the game, um, they just seem to let up. And the play calling is just – It's uh, not very good. Jim Schwartz. I just yeah. want this guy – I want him out. I want him out now. I just don't like him at all. <laughs> Um, and then in terms of biggest risers, dude, the Redskins really could take command of this uh, this Definitely. division. Um, big, obviously, big division win uh, against Cowboys. Division games are always difficult, you know, no matter how bad or good the teams are. Um, Alex Smith, he didn't perform amazing. I know um, he would obviously have to perform better for them to secure this uh, division, but yeah, I think I think they're really they're actually playing a lot better than people think. Their defense isn't all that bad. Offense isn't all that bad, I think. Mm-hmm. As Alex I said Smith before, has done very well for them. It, it has. Really I has. think Adrian Peterson's done very good. Definitely. Um, Surprising. Surprisingly, yeah. he's not obviously not prime form. But no, but he's, he's still doing great. But I think, uh, yeah, in in terms of biggest risers, I think they're they're climbing up the chains. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're climbing. Yeah. Uh, so my concerns, the Dolphins. I picked this team to be my contender. Um, that being said, um, they did lose a uh, pretty convincing match to the Detroit Lions. Um, what was the final score of that game? 32-21. to 21. Yeah. Brock Osweiler, um, he did pretty good, actually. Yeah. Uh, two touchdowns. Um, a QBR. Oh, no. Uh, no, not a QBR. My bad. Yards. <laughs> two, uh, 239. Not too shabby. But I think Kenyon Drake having another. Uh, he had a really good game. Um, yeah. He obviously hasn't. So he's been missing quite often this yeah. year, but mm-hmm. I think uh, him having a good game, that's really good bounce o- back. Only, only six carries, 72 yards, and one touchdown. Yeah, it's, it's good. They didn't even that's use good. him. They need to use him more. Yeah, they, they, for sure. More of a workhorse. I know Frank Gore is still an ageless wonder, but I think if they really want to get this offense, this young offense moving, they need, they need to start using Kenyon Drake more. He's yeah. such a dynamic player. Uh, yeah. But I'm still going to stand on that. I'm still concerned because they did lose to the Lions, but. You know that is, that is without their starting quarterback. 
they still have a pretty favorable schedule the next few games coming mm-hmm. up. Um, so I, I think it'd be interesting. I just but, think um, I think it's concerning that they can go and beat a team like the Bears yeah. and then lose. Oh, to for sure. The, the, for the sure. Detroit Lions. It's, yeah, it's that's why it's concerning. Is that they start? Uh, are they inconsistent? I think it's a little hard to tell, but yeah, yeah. Um, so my rise of the team, I'm gonna talk about the Panthers. Oh, of course. Um, coming back. In the fourth quarter, down 17 nothing. Um, three straight drives, three straight great touchdowns from um, from uh, the Panthers. Um, I, I I still don't know who this team is. Um, I feel like they haven't found an identity. No. I think in previous years, Cam Newton was their identity. I think if yeah. Cam Newton gets it together, that really that puts them above well, other teams. For sure. it, but if you look at Cam's stats, they're really good this season. They are. It's, it's just it's like in key situations outside yes. of the Eagles. It's yeah, that's where I was going to go. It's like he needs to get the, his team up up early. Like he needs to produce points yeah. early. Mm-hmm. You know, he can't rely on, okay, let me just get this comeback real quick. He needs to put points up early, create pressure for the other team. Yeah, we, we've been doing pretty good late in games. Uh, we definitely need to work on um, starting out strong. Score early. Starting out strong. Yeah, yeah, score early. Um, need to figure out how to use McCaffrey. We need to use McCaffrey. Better. Uh, I oh, still, no, I yeah. love Ron um, Rivera. I think he's a great coach. Oh, Ron oh, Rivera yes. is fantastic. I think, Riverboat Ron. I think if Cam Newton really Oof. gets gets it together in terms of like key situations, yeah, like, and I think this team could really. And and I think beating the Ravens will prove that. I think if you know the Panthers beat the Ravens, they're definitely, they're definitely something to. Um, Controversial. Controversial yeah. too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. They, they definitely compete with the Saints. It's, yeah. a, it's a good division. Yeah. Uh, concerning for me is the Jaguars. Uh, you know, these guys just got a lot of problems on and off the field, like I said. Um, you know, the quarterback situation is great, Blake Bortles and all that. I mean, he's on a short leash this week, so we'll see. I mean, it really just depends on how they perform this week against the Eagles, who are also very concerning. I won't disagree with uh, Colin there, but I think the Jaguars are also a very concerning team. That's why this week it's going to be a really good game between the two, and I'm very mm-hmm. excited yeah. for it. Um, Risers, though, uh, even though they you know they had a bye last week, but I really think the Seahawks are going to like now really going to take off. Like, um, like Wilson is just amazing. I think they're going to shock shock the, the NFL. Oh yeah, yeah. I think they're back, uh, it, it, and it's really good. I don't them. think they're going to compete with the Rams for the division, but I do think I they know. could certainly compete for a wild card spot. Yeah, and it's interesting because a lot of people thought this was a rebuilding year for the team, mm-hmm. but. It's really yeah. not. It's, and Pete it, Carroll it said this too. He said we're not rebuilding. Yeah. I think, we're, we're, I think yeah. we're still in it. Yeah. So I think Pete Carroll's confident. At first, I thought it was really interesting. Completely, I thought he was full of it at first, but no, like no, they, they're definitely serious. showing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, especially with their off. Like again, the big thing is offensive line. Russell, I keep stressing it. Yeah. But now they finally figured it out. So now Wilson actually has time to make these great throws. Chris and be Carson, a, you know, be he's, a playmaker out there. It's still a great defense. Not the same as it used to be, but still good. Still Still pretty solid. Uh, um, we all know Russell Wilson, great quarterback. Yeah. Yep. You know that. But, uh, yeah, they're um, definitely on the rise. But dude, I mean, they locked up Tyler Lockett for a three-year deal. I oh, can yeah. obviously see why they did it now. He's, like, scoring touchdowns every single week. Yeah. Um, they got a couple of uh, – there's something more. I can't remember his first name, but more. Look mm-hmm. out for him. He could definitely blow up. He's he's doing really good, too. He's scoring touchdowns every week, too. They got a couple of young tight ends. Mm-hmm. Look out for them, too. Um, I mean, like I said, Chris Carson, um, yeah, he's a good running back. I think he, he's a workhorse. I think personally, I think he's a workhorse. Um, he's averaging well this season. He d- does have a little bit of injury concern, but then you know they also drafted you know Rashad Penny, so they drafted him pretty early. I think I believe it was like second round or something like that. You know, second or third round. So yeah, I, 
it's going to be it's between them two I mean one week it could be Carson doing good next week it could be Penny doing good but regardless one of them's doing good yeah. so he's never really had a run game behind him you know since Marshawn Lynch so mm, I think no. this is really huge for him yeah yeah definitely interesting um, weekend for football excited mm-hmm. to see him play a lot, um, of, cl- lot of good games a lot of a lot great close games divisional mm-hmm. games are going to be really good very excited for those so excited yep um, to close it out just want to know are you still down to football 